2: We want to start off today's episode of Take a Bow by saying thank you for understanding our decision to postpone this week's episode. We are here with you today providing our first episode of the new year so we can look forward and focus on the beginning of the new year and want to start it with positive entertainment. The events that transpired this week at our nation's capital was something truly scary and troubling. Our hearts go out to all of those who were impacted by the event. We all need to come together to inspire change. We come to you today in hopes to bring everyone together together to have hope in the country's future, and to bring you entertainment during these times.
0: Yeah, and like Eli said, we know that 2020 and this election has been nothing like we've ever seen, and this past week has been more than disturbing. With that said, we here at Take a Bow still carry hope in our hearts for a future full of peace, justice, equality, and love.
2: And now for episode 33. This is your Places Call, Places Please, for the top of the show, Places Please.
0: Hey everyone, and welcome or welcome back to Take a Bow Podcast. I'm Sydney Lucas.
2: And I'm Eli Tokash, and today marks the first episode of 2021 for Take a Bow. Woo! We're so excited. I hope you all had a fantastic New Year's Day and New Year's Eve, Um, but we we have some exciting things coming for 21 i don't know why i said but like that but yeah we have exciting things coming for 2021 and we we just can't wait for a, a new year a new start a fresh new start and we wish you all the best of luck in 2021.
0: And what a great guest we have today. To to start off the year with a bang, we have Luke Islam, um, who was an America's Got Talent semifinalist. Uh, and he had so many stories of the behind the scenes and the pro- what the process was like and so much more.
2: Yeah, it's really cool. It's a new field of you know the industry of the entertainment industry that we get to talk to and it's definitely i mean america's got talent it's like one of the best it's like one of the most well-known shows in america and like throughout the world to be honest um which you'll hear a little bit about in the episode um and it was just it's definitely something to like talk about and worth taking about for so we figured it would be a great way to like learn about it and have him on and he's a big broadway fan so we like to talk about a little bit about that um so yeah there's a lot of fun things in this episode that i that we think you will all enjoy so without further ado luke islam curtain up today we have a new type of guest on the podcast that we are so excited to hear from uh you may know him from america's got talent where he got the golden buzzer and you will soon be able to see him on disney plus in the mighty ducks game changers as koob so everyone welcome to the podcast luke islam
0: hey welcome
2: for
1: having me
0: oh Oh my my gosh thank you so much for coming on Of course we were so
2: excited yeah there's so much to talk about i mean you are a a triple threat you know you have this beautiful voice and now you're going to be on disney plus and you're going to be showing off your acting tops we are so excited for all of this um so obviously you're kind of like known for your voice and let's just like start out and um you have this amazing powerhouse voice and we want to know where you learned how to sing and what kind of started that love of singing for you
1: um to be honest with you I don't even know myself I literally one day just started singing and I remember my first Grade music teacher calling my mom being like you know he can he can sing or whatever like you have to put him in singing lessons and I was on I was in the car on the way to like a taekwondo tournament so I had no idea how, like how to sing at all like like anything that had to do with that um but yeah after that I guess I just kept like I never took singing lessons I mean, the only thing I really did was theater when I was, like, nine. Um, I did this, like, showcase thing. And I guess since then, that's where I started performing. I just I – I found a vocal coach who really, like, was, the like, someone I really liked um, who I did theater with. And I've just been, you know – uh whatever has happened since I've been doing theater in like twenty seventeen since then I've just kept going with um her with studio p c i and they just you know she she is not only like helping me vocally, she helps me with everything and pretty much yeah,
0: oh, that's amazing yeah does she did she help you with like the the acting aspect of it too
1: yeah, yeah she um helps me with a lot of my like auditions and stuff because oh, nice. um you know, it can be hard for, you know, when there's, like, very, very various characters that I have to, like, keep trying to, like, to perform as. So yeah. she always, like, she's also, like, you know, especially she's been, like, doing this for a long, long time. So it's, mm-hmm. like, you know, she's definitely someone who can help me with those things.
0: I got to say, you, I mean, every aspect of your performance like every time you perform every aspect of it the 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 singing the acting it's just so mesmerizing Thank you. so i I, w- I mean whatever she's been teaching or yeah. whatever you naturally know as a person is is just incredible Thank you. um so you were kind of first in 2018 was it you you did this um i guess kind of special event at the waitress theater Mm. karaoke yes uh and it was hosted by jason mraz where Mm. you sang what baking can do
1: um,
0: on the literal broadway stage of the waitress (laughs) theater (laughs) Um, casually (laughs) literally (laughs) uh um and the audience was just going wild the entire time but uh Mm. first of all what um tell us about the event like when Mm. when did when you were attending did you know you'd be called up to sing
1: no i had no idea like i literally oh. was just sitting in the audience i found this event when i was on, i was like literally on vacation and i had seen videos on youtube so i was just like asked my mom if i can go to that one show and like i had no idea how the, the whole thing worked so basically <laughs> you go in there and you just like and i think you can do it at intermission or in the beginning of the show so basically they just have people all around the theater with clipboards and then they're like What song would you want to sing if you get called? And, like, what's your name? Like, all your information. And then at the end, they just, as soon as, like, curtain calls over, they go on stage and they pick out of a bag. And they, like, read the names and the songs. And then they literally call you and you go down the row um, and go on
2: stage and you sing. That's insane. So they had no clue, like, you were that good
1: I I they I they didn't even know who I was. I literally like Oh my it, god. They don't know who anybody is. Like you just go up and sing.
2: Wow. That that's a pretty cool event. Bravo for waitress for like doing something like that cuz that's yeah. so cool. What was going through your head, man? Like you were walking like you had no idea you were about to go yeah. sing and you're going to go sing for Jason Mraz. I mean, like what on a Broadway stage no less. Like what what was that like?
1: I I just remember that I was so nervous. I don't know why I was nervous. I just felt like... Really, oh, it makes like, sense why yeah. you were nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I just, like, I don't know. I felt, like, so to the point where, like, I didn't, it didn't even feel real. And I just remember... I didn't even know where my parents were. I just, like, was sitting... Because, like, I think me and my mom were sitting in different sections because the show was sold out. So um, I think I was sitting in a completely different section. And... I didn't know where my mom was, so I was worried about that. And I was also like, do I even know this song? Because I barely knew the song. So I was, like, really scared. I was wearing, like, literally rainbow Crocs, which people always yes it for. It is hilarious. I make fun of myself for it. but I loved it. I love rainbow Crocs. So yes. anyone who doesn't, no. Um, I was really <laughs> nervous. And then I remember that I... I didn't really look into the audience. I, I kind of tend to do that where I just like stare at my words because like, I don't know, bad habit. But um, I remember looking up at one point and like just being like, what is happening? Because it's it's just, you don't even, it's so fast. Like you wait on deck and you're talking to somebody about like what you're going to do and everything. But y- like, as soon as that person's done, you just go and you do it. And like, if you, and and the thing is like, everyone there is so like nice and like, they're trying to like talk you through it. And all I can like, while I'm listening to them, I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like literally was freaking out, but they were all so, so nice. And like afterwards the cast um, were like on the side and I, I, I hugged them and I talked, it was, it was awesome. And oh. the people who actually like came up with the idea of doing that karaoke, um, So they were at like the final performance I was at and I had never met them before when they literally started my career. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, hello, like, thank you. Um, Yeah. And it was, they're the nicest people ever. That show is just awesome.
0: It's one of my favorite Broadway shows of all time. Mm. Also, the theater (laughs) smells like pie. I find out when you go in because they like serve pie. But that's so cool you kind of just let yourself go along with the with the ride. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you say that you focus in on like you you have a tendency to just focus into something else it mm-hmm. honestly it makes sense it it's kind of like going into a different zone so that mm-hmm. you don't psych yourself out of, yeah you know where yeah. you are you just kind of go into a different place
2: um so almost like a full year later uh you then like go back to Waitress and, like, you sing She Used To Be Mine Now. Yeah. Um, and okay, first of all, how did this happen? Like, did you, were you actually called back for this one? Like, did they bring yeah. you back? No, yeah, this yeah. was not a
1: random one. Yeah. This one, um, so, basically, I, it had just been, like, a couple of days since my audition aired on TV, and I get an oh. email that says like you know like would you want to come back and host and maybe sing and I was like of course because I'm always in the city every day because I do a summer camp, um or a conservatory in the city for summer so, that day um I remember that I I didn't know who was I was going to be co-hosting with or anything so, <laughs> um the way I found out was I looked on social media, and I just saw like my name next to Sarah Bareilles and John <laughs> and I was like. Wait, what? Because I okay, I, I, I just I didn't even I didn't even know who I was gonna be hosting with, but to find out that it's two of my favorite people in this industry was just crazy, and yeah, <laughs> to sing in front of Sarah Bareilles her own song was definitely something that was very nerve wracking, but. I I just remember I had a lot of people there to support me because they all wanted to come watch. So it it was so fun, and then and I liked seeing like um how it all worked again. Like I saw people come up from the audience, like get on stage. That was that was probably the coolest part. Seeing like other people get the opportunity to do that.
0: Wait, was that your first time meeting Sarah Bareilles?
1: Yeah, it was my first time meeting her. Whoa, what was it like meeting her? She's the nicest person ever. Like she literally um like I was with. A bunch of people, and she literally, you know, said, "All of you can come backstage." And like they, we all like met her, and like she took photos with everyone. She was just such a sweet person, and also like, you know, I didn't, I didn't really like realize again that I was speaking to Sarah Bareilles. Like it was just <laughs> crazy. It was so surreal. I told her I was like Sarah, like I'm, I'm coming to your concert in October because she was performing at Madison Square Garden. um, and, and she was like, you know, like, you can come, like, I'm going to tell someone to come find you. You can go backstage. And like, she's Stop just like one it. of the coolest people you'll ever meet. She's great
2: that's awesome yeah she she really is I met her a few times actually but when mm. she came to like brought the shows because obviously like she has her own Broadway show like she's mm. obviously a theater fan yeah. um but yeah she's literally one of the nicest people that like I've ever met and mm. so humble so like yeah. chill one of the, like one of us you know like it, it feels she person. makes you yeah right um so okay I first of all I didn't realize that your America's Got Talent audition aired already before this happened. Oh. So, let's get into America's Got Talent. Um <laughs> so she used to be mine, became your audition song for mm-hmm. America's Got Talent. Uh so like why that song? Like was it from The Success of the Waitress and like kind of mm-hmm. sticking with that show or
1: So, when I sang at karaoke, I think that was like my second time seeing the show. So, I really was not familiar with like the music and stuff like that. So I think after What Baking Can Do, I, like, looked into the show more online, and I saw that song, and I just, like, I loved it. And, mm. you know, originally for AGT, I wasn't really going to go down the theater path, but I decided to do that because I just kept, like, they kept asking me, like, you know, some songs, and I was, like, naming all theater songs. And they were like, okay, do you know anything else? And I was like, no, I only know theater songs. Like, I just really didn't have, like, a big variety. So... Um, I was looking for, I think I had already known the song, so I told them about it, and they were like, you know, like, that's, I, I had to perform it, obviously, in a video, and they liked it a lot, and also, I think Waitress was, like, one of my favorite shows the second I had finished seeing it the first time, so it was something that I really, really wanted to perform, and also, my I was asking because I talked to my mom about everything I'm going to do before I do it. So I was just like, "Do you do you like it?" And she was like, "Yeah, like I love it. Like it, it like and, and and then I sang it, and everything went pretty
0: awesome. And then I your
2: mean, life changed. Yeah. <laughs> literally.
0: I mean, it, it's it's a good balance because Sarah Bareilles herself is this is this song hmm. like pop songwriter and and so it it is a good mix of the two of them yes and you know but it's 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 good you you stuck with your passion and and Mm. and what you've always loved yeah um okay i want to i want to know your journey to even getting to audition for for america's got talent like when Mm -hmm. did you decide you wanted to audition did you audition multiple times and just what is the general process like of auditioning
1: Um, so for me, I had a really crazy process. I think for any, I okay, so they have these open calls in New York or whatever like city you're in. Um, so I've been go, I've went to one, I think, in like second grade. Um, I fully sang a Beyonce song that was not in my range. Yes, go off, it it was not good. So I just, (laughs) you know, I kept like practicing and practicing. I kept going back. I think I went back tw- I think I did it twice before they found me from waitress and they were like, can we hear what, what else, you know, besides like what baking can do. And then, you know, I kept talking to a casting producer and um, we, they, I kept having to send in like videos um, of me singing particular songs. And then um I flew out to Pasadena. I did not like, the thing is, I didn't know if I was going to be used. Like I thought it may have, like, I, I guess since they were flying me out, but I didn't know, like, I probably wouldn't have been on TV if I didn't get the golden buzzer. I think that goes for anyone. Like it's really, they have so many people to the point where it's like, who are they going to put on TV? So I really didn't know. Um, so I, they literally flew me out. I've I've never been flown out for anything before. So I was like, uh-uh. this is a big deal, Luke. Get your yeah. get it together. So I went and um I met up with my vocal coach who kind of prepared me for a couple days. And then I remember um the day came. I was kind of like like in the waiting room. And then they were like, Okay, your turn. So I do a sound check and like I don't think that leaders. Oh, it probably was bigger than the Waitress one. But still, it was crazy to look out and see, like, an empty theater. Like, I don't really have experiences with Broadway or, or big stages. So I was just like, this is really cool. I did my sound check, and then they got me, and then I did my audition. And 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 the thing is, it literally happens so fast. Like, they don't, like, if, while you're auditioning, like, there's all these, like, little previews of you like doing an interview in your audition but if you take those out like you're literally just going straight through it so like it was fast but also amazing
0: so let's let's go to let's go to the moment when you're waiting backstage to go on for your audition Mm -hmm. um you're waiting in the wings you're about to Mm -hmm. perform in front of this huge audience which you just saw you you previously saw the the theater completely empty when you're doing your sound check yeah um what what were you feeling while you were waiting in the wings were you were you like did you have enough time to even process what was going on uh, were you nervous were you confident I, I i really
1: i literally barely remember anything from that day specifically it because it was blur. so fast but i remember that i think i was second or third on that filming day so like I was like early. really, really scared because I, I don't know. I just wasn't expecting to go that early out of all these people who are waiting. Um, and the audience is just so loud. Like there's so like they scream. So it's <laughs> like, it's like, Oh my God. i like, I'm hearing them. Like they're intimidating me. And then,
0: Oh, I, so I, the audience the audience w- didn't help, the 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 energy. No, energy no. <laughs> no it, kind of, it kind of scared me. I don't know. I just think it scared me
1: more, like, thinking, like, not only do I have to impress four of these huge people, but everyone else out there. Because, you know, if you hear the audience booing, the judges are obviously not going to love you. Like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, I think I remember um, I watched these dancers go before me. I watched a singer go before me. And I had my parents back there, luckily. I think Terry Crews was speaking to me, but right like the second before I went on stage. So I was even more nervous, and I got up yeah. there. And uh, I remember that I was, I was waving to the audience like in the beginning. I just walk stage, I wave. No one claps back. Like you would expect the audience to be like, woo! Like, even though they didn't know who I was, but no one was saying anything. So I was like, oh my gosh, oh. what did you just do? So I was just standing there, and I was like, hi. And then so on so
2: yeah and then is is the rest kind of a blur yeah
1: i yeah really, I, I i i think my my first question my mom asked me when i got back was what, why were you on the floor and i was like i don't know it was just a natural <laughs> instinct i threw myself on the floor
2: oh yeah. my god the longest field
1: goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters
0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: We are just going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Um. So, yeah. So, wait, I want to get into this more. So you walk onto the stage. You're walking to that giant X on the stage. And, like, it, it's incredible. Like, what is happening? Like, I don't know how I would be able to just I mean you see like you mentioned in on America's Got Talent that you love Julianne Huff. yeah and so like what was the meaning of like her, just her being there let alone giving you her golden buzzer
1: oh my gosh I <laughs> I was literally like I felt like I was dreaming like literally like I know people say that but like I literally felt like I was dreaming because I've watched a show for so long and like, I don't really think I realized who I was singing in front of until I looked out and like, I saw their faces right in front of me. And like, Julian Huff is just like, she wasn't like, that was her first time, obviously. So she was like on, you know, other shows that I've been watching as well. Like, it was just like, I I, I didn't really understand how I got there. I think when I was there, I was just like, don't ruin this. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was talking to her, like my literal first instinct was to cry. I don't know why it just happened to me. So I, I couldn't like speak, I was crying speaking. And I th- after, like, that was before I started singing. So my voice mm-hmm. was already getting like annoyed oh. of myself. Oh, so no. I had to sing like this hard song while I was literally crying at first. Yeah. Um, And I think they said, okay, you can go now. And I don't think they put this in, but I think I didn't hear them. So I just stood there like this, like so nervous. And that, like, I don't know. I just think I was so glad at the end when when they were cheering or whatever because I really, I'm so sorry. My mic keeps like moving. There we go.
2: It's totally okay. Okay.
1: I think at the, like, right before I was about to sing, I I looked at the audience, like, all nervously or whatever. And, like, I literally could see certain people's faces, like, looking at me, like, go. And um, afterwards, I I was just relieved. Like, literally the only word. Relieved.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Like, because that day is so stressful. Like, you don't go in there and you just sing. Like, you have to do, like a bunch of interviews like you're meeting everybody on the crew it's 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 frightening and i i i like i think people who were on the show like practiced more than i did like i barely had any time like mm-hmm. i think i remember practicing that song but i changed it up last minute the way i wanted to do it so it was
2: it was oh wow difficult <laughs>
0: So it was kind of so, kind of spontaneous.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So so when you auditioned before, right, and you're singing this Beyonce song, you didn't make it to, like, the judges, did you? No,
1: I didn't make it past the producer that was in the room with me. I literally... <laughs> and then I thought it was a good idea to come back, I think, two years later, maybe one, and sing I'm Here from The Color Purple. My obsession with Cynthia Arrivo yeah. was urging me to sing that song. The thing is, you wait on a line... For, like, so long. Like, probably more than six, seven, or eight hours. So it's just, like, you're waiting there. And, like, of course I decide to sing that song. I could not sing it. Like, then again, I, I love singing songs that are out of my ranges. It's just something I do. It's not yeah. a habit.
2: All guys try to sing higher than they can. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I
1: that did not go well either. Nothing ever happened, so... You have
0: a lot of time in that line to to not only to go through multiple phases of psyching yep. yourself out and being like, "No, I'm okay. I'm like mm-hmm. I've waited so long, I'm over it and then you psych yourself out again. It seems like it's it, your your mind would just be going in a cycle of so many different mm-hmm. emotions
1: and you think and you think like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna wait in one room. You are literally moving all across wherever they're holding the auditions like the first time i we were at um Queen's College, so uh. that was like huge like it's a huge like they obviously need a big place but like when you're moving constantly like I like we almost got lost multiple times and if you it doesn't matter how early you show up you're not gonna get in early it's just not gonna happen so
0: is there is there was there a chance for you to just relax and breathe before your audition or literally was it like go 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 go
1: I don't really think so I think I We were in the hallway, and we were going into, like, classrooms. Um, But when I was in the classroom, there were, like, a couple desks there, and, like, you're just sitting at the desk watching until you're called up. So you don't really get time for yourself ever because you're around thousands of people, maybe more. It's crazy.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure everyone else, the energy of everyone else being nervous probably adds to that.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. So – What did like knowing that you made it to the judges like this time, did that help your confidence at all? Like I don't know. I feel like that was just like a right there is a good sign.
1: I I think yeah. I think especially the fact that um the producer who the casting producer was so nice, like um (laughs) He is, like, one of the kindest people. He's the only reason why I was on that show. Like, he was the one who Aww. found me, whatever. Um, and that day, I remember, like, I didn't have anything to wear, like, for the show. I just didn't. So I had to, like, run across to an H&M, um, oh. buy a shirt, and then he gave me his jacket. And, like, um, I I, rem- I think I was a little bit more, um, like, less nervous knowing that, like, um like i was found for this show like that yeah. means the producer knows like that i like to sing and like like that he believes in me so i think knowing that i was like a little bit more like um happy to be on that stage
0: how long yeah. how long was it between when the producer confirmed you and you actually performed in front of the judges
1: i don't think i was ever like confirmed. I think like Never? they definitely A said lot. like, you know, like you're going to be with this time with this group of people, but I didn't know like I really didn't know when I was going on until like maybe 10 minutes before. And like um but I think when he first emailed me, it it was in um it was in I think June of 2018, maybe July, and then my audition was in March of 2019.
0: Oh wow! Got you. Yeah.
2: How long did you have to keep the secret of the golden buzzer?
1: Um, a long time because I was yeah. the last audition aired. Um, so I remember uh, May tw- May twenty eighth was the air date of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like I don't know. I think like my um, the episode I was on was in July. So that's like about. Four months. It was wow. I to, yeah.
2: Uh, in that, in in those four months, I I <laughs> we were doing the Broadway Star project together, yep. and we all knew that, like you know, you auditioned for America's mm-hmm. Got Talent, but like none of us knew like to what extent and like yeah. what was going on. But we heard you while we were all in this like camp, uh, weekend camp, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like wait a second yeah like this kid went on America's Got Talent because he's actually really good like and then and then we started teasing you and we were like so you so Luke got the golden buzzer blah 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 and then like you were kind of like I don't know like and then we were kind of like wait did he actually and then I'll never forget watching your episode because you posted like my episode of America's Got Talent is going to air today Mm -hmm. um I was like, I waited like the whole night and you were the last one. I was the last and you, had, one. and you had this big like interview beforehand yep. and you had like all of this special thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, he got the golden buzzer. <laughs> and I mean, I was so excited. I just loved watching that episode. I'll never forget it.
1: I, I remember everything you said. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't remember a lot of things, but
2: I remember. <laughs> did you like love watching it? Like, or did it kind of psych out?
1: When I was watching it, I decided it would be a good idea to have a viewing party. So there mm-hmm. were like 30 people at my house, like, and screaming. So when yeah. I was watching it, I couldn't even hear it. I just saw myself on, and I gave like a two-minute speech before because I knew that people were going to be screaming. So I was like, "Um, please, let's like, let's not scream, please. And everyone was screaming. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't, like, I can't hear. Oh, my god! So the words that I was saying, like, I literally did not know what I was saying. I had to, like, when everyone left, which is, like, maybe, like, an hour after the episode finished, um, I watched it for the first time. And that was my phone, my phone was just blowing up, like, and I was just, like, I I don't even, thank you, like, I didn't know what I was, what happened. Like, I I, I know that they probably did air the Golden Buster, obviously, but I didn't know if Uh. people knew yet, because I couldn't even hear what was going on, but, yeah.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. So, so on during this long interview that you had, that was so gracious and everyone fell in love with you, even before you started singing, um, you like literally told the whole world that like your dream was to be on Broadway. Yeah. So then you come out and sing this like gorgeous Broadway song, like mm-hmm. you're bound to be on Broadway at some point. So what show on Broadway would you like to be in? and like or like what kind of role do you kind of see yourself being
1: uh, honestly i literally i i have a bunch of like shows i love but i don't i don't really know like my like certain dream roles like there's just so many different parts that i would be like oh my god i would love to play that but i would say maybe like anybody in like dear evan hansen hamilton and also i Period. love like I absolutely adore 13. Oh. I don't know what it is about it, but I just love that show. Um, so I think those. And also I I I love a lot of shows that I have dream roles in, but I know would never happen. Um, so, yeah. Uh. What,
2: what would be like a miscast role?
1: A miscast role would be like literally anybody in like the color purple. That is oh. my favorite oh. show.
2: Ever. Yes. Um.
1: Yeah, that one. I love it.
2: We need to get you like on a stage singing "I'm mm-hmm. Here" and just singing all of Cynthia Revo. Definitely,
1: <laughs> definitely better than fourth grade Luke on America's Got Talent. We <laughs> <laughs> can sing like her. Definitely better than that.
2: Oh my gosh, I love it.
0: Oh. Okay, so Luke, um, this is something I I have been curious about. What kind of school did you do, or what kind of school were you doing when you were doing America's Got Talent?
1: Um, I went to a, a school that was from seventh to twelfth. Was
0: it public Green? school?
1: Uh, yeah, it was a public school. I think at that point, um, I was just doing like the the things that were on whatever like online site I was on. I, I still like even like when I was away for four and a half months, like for Mighty Ducks, I still did. Um, I did work for a private school though that was the only different thing but oh. so I was I never had like flexibility everything was due at the end of the day but they were great with like you know letting me have a couple extra days
0: oh good so during um, during America's Got Talent was it was it difficult managing a school and also performing in front of millions of people every day
1: honestly it was not really it because I was only there for like a couple of days whenever I was performing like I remember when because the only time I had school was from my audition because the next time I performed was in August and that's when Mm. we were on summer break so um what was difficult though was for the semifinals. um school had just started back up again and it was the next grade so um that was tough because it was like you know I hadn't been doing school for a while and it was you know I have to get back into the groove of things but yeah
2: gotcha that's so also, wait, on top of, like, being on America's Got Talent, you were then invited back to America's Got Talent champions. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was the difference that, like, emotionally, uh, the, just the experience and the process and all of that from, like, regular America's Got Talent?
1: Um, I was a lot more nervous because I knew I was going up against people who have... Mm. been on like I think some of them had even been on like one of the talent shows um multiple times so it was like they know what they're doing (laughs) and also I think just the pressure of like doing it again was like really difficult um also the person mm, I got I had a new um like producer I would like you know be um you know, watch by. So I was like, I knew exactly how to like make my, the old one happy, but now I have to like work with this new producer, mm-hmm. the same casting producer, but I was really nervous. I remember for that reason, because I didn't, I also had to learn a new song because they wanted, I want. I wanted to like switch it up. We all agreed I should switch it up. So they were, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what song to sing because I gave them a bunch of pop songs that were not specifically good for the show. So they they came up with a bunch of them. Um, and I ended up really liking Ashes. I think, I think my vocal coach had helped with breaking it down into, like, a smaller song and, like, still making it with all the aspects. It was really hard for that reason because, like, we really d- barely had any time to do that. Um, but Champions was great. Everyone there was, like everyone there then again was also really humble believe it or not like it was just like the same kind of energy among the people who were like contestants um and yeah everyone had a a fun time i think being in pasadena again was cool because the um champions is only filmed at the original theater where you have your audition not the dolby which is like for the live shows and the semifinals and things like that so it was cool to be back
0: so from america's got talent uh obviously in in with just like one episode uh, Mm -hmm. all of most of america and beyond knows your name and Mm -hmm. they've they've watched you perform and um everyone is just in awe of you and you. you have so many fans across around the world do you have any memorable experiences with fans um whether whether it be either on Instagram, maybe if they reached out to you or on social media or if it was in mm-hmm. an in person moment?
1: Yeah, I think for me, it's the craziest when people recognize me like in other countries like that that is just like crazy. So I remember I was um I was on vacation. I'm always on vacation. Oh. I was on vacation um, in Italy. And I went, I was in Pisa. I think I was on a cruise. So we were stopping everywhere. So I, we were in Pisa for barely any time. We got out. We were going to a restaurant. Um, So I go in the restaurant and we're, it's not a huge restaurant. So we're just sitting there. um, And there's this like, this like girl, like this little girl. And she's like sitting like. I think a couple of tables from us and I just remember her staring at me and like, I didn't know why she kept staring at me. I was like, did like, do I know her? Like, what yeah. Do to her. Like, I just didn't know like she was staring at me. So I was like getting really nervous. I was like, do you guys like see that girl staring at me or is it just me? And they were like, no, we see. And like, then we were just like, whatever. And then I remember when I think we were f- like about to pay the check or whatever. Um, I think our waiter came up to us and was like, "Oh my god! Like, can like we remember you from america we Got Talent?" Like, and then I took a photo with her, and it was really cool. And I think Aww. that for me was just like crazy that like I I I barely knew anyone. Like, I don't I don't I don't think you like I realized like that that was possible for people to like know me anywhere. Like, I just didn't <laughs> like I see like people watching it on youtube and i'm just like i like i don't realize like how many people see stuff like that like when i look at the number of views and stuff it's just like it doesn't it doesn't process through my head so especially in another country that was just really crazy
0: yeah well you how widespread it
1: was Mm -hmm. yeah
2: and now for a brief intermission to prepare for the rest of the episode it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: You've actually met like a bunch of your own, like people that you're fans of and yeah. a bunch of your role models. Um, Like who was one of your favorite people that you've met d- during all of this?
1: I met Sophia Carson at like the UNICEF um <gasps> event that I performed at. And she was just like, the sweetest person. I talked to her parents too like cuz her her um dressing room was like right next to where I was getting ready. So she like we like basically were in the same room. She just had her own separate like department. So yeah. I remember she like walked in and I was just like, "Whoa." Um <coughs> and I just remember like telling my dad like, "That's Sophia Carson like take photos, like take photos." <laughs> and like cuz I I I knew that I was going to be too nervous to like ask her for a photo. Um, So I, I went down to perform um, and I waited next to the stage. And um, I remember I was like, I nervously went up to her. I was like, hi, like I'm a huge fan. Like (laughs) I asked her for a photo and like, we took a photo. It was, and that was like my, like one of the like craziest moments for me. Also, I like before meeting Sarah Bareilles and Shoshana Bean was just crazy. It was yeah. awesome, yeah. and um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody. Else. Oh, um, um, on Mighty Ducks, meeting Lauren Graham and Emilio Estevez. Yes, really, really cool. They are just like the kindest people ever. They literally like were the best people to work with, especially during COVID. So like it was, they, meeting them was crazy. Especially like, like just being able to do like a scene with them. Like any scene was so much fun.
2: So All right, real. we have to get into it now. Yeah. You brought it up, but we got to get in. I'm, I'm dying to ask you. Okay, you're currently living my dream right now. Uh, You're playing Coob in the new Disney Plus Mighty Dogs Game Changers. Um, playing hockey and acting is like a, a dream, just any type of that is just a dream of mine um the trailer's out uh it's coming out early 2021 it's so weird to say that oh my god happy <laughs> yeah. 2021 oh, everyone yeah. Yeah. um what, so like what can you tell us about the show like what can you tell us about the character like i want i'm so like intrigued because literally i'm obsessed with the mighty ducks were you like a big fan before you auditioning like
1: i don't i i literally i remember watching that movie in health class i know weird health class oh but it was it was great i love that movie and i think i um working on that show was like one of the most difficult things ever because of like how hard hockey is like anyone who plays it
2: yeah it's
1: congratulations tough. on being that <laughs> talented because literally it is one of the hardest things especially skating itself um did
2: you know how to skate before
1: no and oh
2: so you learned for the show no i i
1: barely learned oh um, so like there a lot like all the other kids like in awe of anyone who plays hockey in awe of. so basically um i remember that I didn't really know what I was getting into. I really did not. Like I remember the pilot itself, I um it I remember that I like had to like like learn skating. It was great, but um I'm not the best at it. I still yeah. am not. So it was like really really difficult. I think that was the main part. Also, you know, just like getting into this weird character. Like I've never played someone like Coob. kub is a really weird individual let's just say that so okay. um so what i can say so obviously they, they released like this like kind of like promo thing um but they didn't really give much away so what i can say probably what you can pick up from that is that there's this um this boy named evan and he um gets cut from the Mighty Ducks which is now Mm -hmm. this like new vigorous team um and he has to try and start his own so he he goes out and he finds people um and and yeah and then there's he does that with the help of um his mom who's Alex and then at the original Ice Palace where um she can bump into probably Emilio Estevez who plays Gordon Bombay so yeah
2: of course. He's revising his role. Oh, my God. You guys, I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, literally, Mighty Ducks and Outsiders are, like, one of my favorite movies, like, of all yeah. time, and just, like, he's <laughs> he's a god. Um, no, okay, but I, I also have to ask, okay, are you, like, the new Goldberg? You know, I literally get that question all the time. You I, look
1: just like him. I know. Everyone's like, <laughs> we, we do, like, comparisons with, like, the original Mighty Ducks, and like, we all are fairly, like, similar, like, or whatever. So, um, I think, um, I could be the new Goldberg, whatever you want to call it. Like, Uh I think our characters are, like, um, are very, like, compatible. So, yeah.
2: Mm.
1: Okay. I would say maybe, but, you know, it's a brand new series. Like, I don't think there's anything that has to really do with the original besides em- Amelia, who plays Gunembambe, okay, and like, the Guy's palace or whatever,
2: so gotcha, yeah, yeah. I am so excited for it if you can't tell. Uh, I I'm just I, I I don't know like my mind is blown when I heard they were doing like a spin-off remake mm-hmm. whatever. Um I I'm so excited. Sorry. I just had a fangirl for a minute. Wait, actually I have one more question. Sorry. Yes. I I don't know if you can like say this or not, but yes, like yes. is there any chance that you sing in it cuz like I know it's like a long shot and it's mm-hmm. hockey, but it is Disney and like with who you are like mm-hmm. it's not impossible.
1: Mm-hmm. I am actually not allowed to say but that's
2: a yes no it's not a yes
1: i'm not allowed to say i i i actually you never know like the way that they like like that the way that they like always put these things together they could always be a part where coop sings but you never know so
0: who knows if if you sing if you don't sing it's gonna be amazing anyway yeah (laughs) Yeah,
2: either way i'm gonna i I can't wait to watch it and
0: And one more before we go, um, you've had such an incredible journey thus far, and you your future is as bright as the sun. And um, thank you. I'm sure there are people your age, probably older than you too, and younger than you who look up to you and and watch your journey you. and see you know how hard you've worked and how far you've come. Is there anything you would say to those people? Any advice that that you have learned this far or any advice that you would give um to those to those people who who look up to you? I think just
1: like I think the main piece of advice is like I think it's really important like to like this is like advice you always hear, but like literally I mean this in the most like genuine way possible. Like like, only be yourself, like, there are so many, like, versions of people in the past that I've tried to, like, recreate their performance or whatever, but, like, I think it's so important, like, that you spend time, like, on your, like, on yourself in terms of building your character, like, you have to really get into that, and, like, being yourself, like, putting yourself in front of, like, trying to be, like, don't try to be someone else, like, that, there are so many of them already, like, you don't need to try to, like, be the next, like huge actor like like Mm -hmm. that already exists like maybe soon there will be like someone trying to be you like that's why it's like continue to like do your best and like stay professional and just yeah just continue to put your personality and like your your mental health before i
2: love that you are not goldberg you are (laughs) Cube. i love it i love it luke oh my god i'm so excited Uh, that was that was great advice Uh, i'm honestly this has been a blast you're incredible your talent is uh, unbelievable and we cannot wait just to see your future, even in these crazy times, you're already filming uh, a, a new TV series. So we can't wait for to see what's next and just to follow your journey.
0: Yeah, of Thank course. Thank you so much Thank
2: for having you. me. Take a bow, Luke Islam. That, that was a blast. Oh my god, I cannot say. How excited I am for this mighty games, mighty oh <laughs> god, mighty game, mighty ducks game changers! I'm so ready for a reboot of the mighty ducks. Oh, I love the movies, all of them. They're amazing, and the fact that Emilio Estevez is coming back and revising his role, and then he, Luke Islam is gonna be in it. I'm yeah. so excited. Uh, he had so many awesome things to say. I loved his stories about the America's Got Talent and the process of that. So that was really, really cool to learn about because that was something that you and I did not know about. Um, so for everyone that was listening, we were learning it at the same time as you all were. Um, so that was a pretty cool experience. Uh, yeah. And then just the fact that, like, you know, he sang and he tried to go on America's Got Talent so many times, and he he like just didn't give up. And, like, I think that was one of the coolest things because you hear so many times, like, don't give up on your dreams. Don't just keep trying. Just keep pushing. And it, it just yeah. – he's a perfect perfect example for it because, like, he wanted to be on America's Got Talent ever since the second grade. And so, like, then he finally got that opportunity. And, boy, did he not waste that opportunity. He took full advantage of it, and he killed it, and he got the golden buzzer. And – i mean his life has changed Mm -hmm. for uh, like for the rest of his life so like it's just crazy uh
0: yeah and there's so much that no one really ever knows about the behind the scenes of america's got talent but also there there is stuff that they edit out like i i loved i loved um just his his you know the the stuff that they didn't show where where he didn't hear them when they told him to go and he was just kind of like waiting there um and how it can seem so different on tv uh yeah he he i'm so glad we had him on he definitely a, a new type of guest new uh arena i guess i mean uh, america's got talent it, it's i america's got talent is i i can't imagine how terrifying oh my that, God. that must be but he handled it so well, yeah.
2: Seriously, I mean, literally, most of America watches it, and then Luke was like, and then other countries.
0: Simon Powell is right? In front yeah, of but
2: like, then he was like, then people in other countries like came up to me, so like, just yeah. like, not even like he said, just performing in front of these four legends, and then and, and, and Terry yeah. Crews, like the whoever's hosting it, like another legend, um, and not only like for the live audience and everything like that but like you also have all the contestants that are backstage you have everybody watching at home you know that like there could be millions and millions of people watching this it's just like Mm -hmm. i i just yeah it's pretty incredible truly and just the fact that he just like got out there and he sang and i don't know It was cool but it was cool to see hear his experience and like what was going through his head and like how nervous and he was like when he came on and waved and everything like he, i loved those stories like he just had some like fun stories that you know like you wouldn't really pick up on when you first watch it
0: and how his yeah how he just his instinct was to just get on the floor
2: yeah yeah, I mean like go watch that YouTube video. The second that golden buzzer is hit, he's basically on the floor. Like it's inc- like I knew exactly what he was talking about and so like to hear like that yeah. stuff, I definitely like want to go back and just watch that video yeah. now and just like just cuz now that I yeah. hear his side of the story and everything, I just think it's really neat. Yeah. So, and just like the fact that he loves Broadway, we thought it was a perfect opportunity to get him on and ha- have a new uh, experience, a new field of the entertainment industry that you know definitely deserves to take a bow. But um,
0: Eli, I remember is Ke- was Keenan Thompson in Mighty Ducks?
2: He was. He was. He okay, was. So
0: I remember when when you and I went to SNL together. Yes. I, I, you could not stop fangirling <laughs> over, over Mighty Ducks and over Kenan Thompson. And we were, we were in a situation where we were kind of in this area right, bef- right outside of the theater. And you can, it's where the cast, cast members walk out of. And, and also, yeah. And also Lauren. So as we're waiting there, the, the cast members are just walking by. And Kenan <laughs> Thompson walks by. And you like, you just freak. You, I you lost freak. it. You, you lost it and I
2: felt my face get red. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: were like, I love him for Mighty Sydney. I
1: I want a photo.
2: Um, it's so funny, like just to like actually like sit back and think about it, like I love this one actor because of a movie that he did when he was like my age <laughs> and like and like that like that's like the reason that i love like i don't know like yeah. it just is like because it's so funny because like
0: inspired he, you.
2: i mean like in a way i don't know it's just like that i just love the movie i love hockey everyone knows that um if a you're a patreon your yeah if you're a patreon you know because literally my entire background is just a bunch of hockey frames and sticks and stuff <laughs> Um, but no, like seriously, like to do that and to do acting at the same time has always been one of my like dreams. And I like got to do that for an episode in a true TV series called John Glacier Loves Gear. And like, I'm in like a series regular in like season one and season two, but it's really weird because it's like a weird storyline that like my face is blurred out. So like, I don't really like talk about it cause you can't see my face. Um, but it, yeah, it, it's just a fun thing. And like, I got to do it. And I was like, yes, I know why I want to do it again and again and again. And I want to do it so badly. Like, this makes sense. And like, now I'm just like, I got to do it again. I got to do it again.
0: Uh, there got to be make, something. We will make that happen for you. If there's a we
2: season will- two of The Mighty Ducks, Put it out there. You know who I, I want to be in it. I want to be in it. I will be Emilio Estevez's long-lost son or something. I, I don't know. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, but, no, seriously, I mean, Keenan Thompson is, like, known for, like, so many other things and SNL and everything like that, and it's just funny to think about, like, that's the one thing yeah, I like picked out on Miami like when Ducks. I fanned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just so funny. And you
0: were like pulling up photos and pulling up videos. You're like, look, look at him in Mighty Ducks. And you look, this is my childhood.
2: Yes. Oh my God. I'm, I, I don't know. I know. I love it. It was I, literally, so,
0: honestly, it was so amazing to watch. <laughs> That's so
2: funny that you thought about that. I totally forgot about that, but it's so oh, I'll true. Never
0: forget. I mean, it was what you were like fangirling about. You're like you. I think you reminded me multiple times. You're like he was in the in this mind thing called, I watch all of the time called Mighty Ducks. Did you know that he was in Mighty Ducks? <laughs> I,
2: I definitely did. I definitely did. I know that for a fact because literally every time I look at Kenan Thompson, I immediately think Mighty Ducks.
0: Yeah. yeah
2: you know so i don't know that's just me sorry to like talk about hockey and all that on a broadway podcast but yeah that that's that's that um i have to say on january 1st 2021 i was able to watch the ratatouille the musical where did you watch it
0: i didn't watch it i didn't get okay
2: so you should have told me. I would have, like made a donation and like just gave you a login or something. Because we actually did it for like my grandparents and like the five of us. We donated three times. Uh, I I donated my name and then take a bow, and then my sister donated in her name um, to get access. And it, it was it was awesome. Like wow. I mean, listen. Was Ratatouille like ready to be put on a Broadway stage right now? Probably not. But you know, like just how they did it from like, a virtual standpoint, and just how like it, it's it started on TikTok, you know, like so they a lot of their effects that they did were actually like TikTok effects. So like they kept like TikTok oh, wow. in it. It was really Those, cool. And then gotta,
0: like merged that.
2: Yeah, and, like, it was really cool because, like, and they merged, like, people that were, that wrote some of the songs and some of that. Like, they gave everyone their own little feature and it was, like, it was just a really cool thing just to see, and, and again, just to see, like, another form of entertainment that's not really out there right now Um, and to, for it to be, like, a new musical, like, people are, like, doing, you know, scenes of stuff that are already musicals and stuff like that so like to see a new form of thing that they literally built from the ground up like it's just so cool and to see titus Burgess and andrew barth feldman and mary testa and like all of these people on a screen just like working to create art is just so cool and they all did a fabulous job and they and they all like contributed like kevin chamberlain wrote some of the song like like they all collabed with the songwriters to like make it what it was and it was just a really cool thing and they left some of the story of ratatouille out and they condensed it into an hour and 15 minute musical but i thought it was a really cool thing that they did and not only was it a really cool thing but it raised over a million dollars for the actors fund that's so, just
0: incredible and
2: that's what it was all about like
0: yeah
2: and, and it just goes to show you like how this community is and like how it, you know it, like it's hard to say because like there we're very generous in this community and we're very like we try to look out for each other as much as we can um obviously there's still a lot of work to be done in the community so yeah but that's an- another conversation so, but you know, it was really cool to see everyone come together and make this really cool piece and raise money for a wonderful cause.
0: You know, I will always marvel at how creative people can be mm. and how creative people have been during this time. But it it reminds me back to what Luke said at the end of of what advice would he give. And his advice would be to be yourself. And that honestly especially from the standpoint of creating stuff like everyone is going to have their own ideas everyone you know i I, the first example that that comes to my mind is um like for example phoebe waller bridge in fleabag which has literally a 100 percent on rotten tomatoes it's it's a masterful um tv show and if she hadn't you know Decided that she was going to be completely herself. She was going to take an idea that she had, and she was just going to run with it and see what came of it. We wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't have the the masterpiece that Fleabag is, and it it absolutely it it, it makes um it's important to to be yourself, like Luke said, because you are only going you are going to have ideas that nobody else has, and. If you're in a situation where if you have where you have an idea and you see that no one else has done that before, your first if it's something that you really like, your first instinct shouldn't be like, "Oh, well, it's never done before, so that means I can't do it." Your first instinct, you know, or or what what you sh- you should have faith in yourself that if if you have an idea that no that you don't think anyone else has ever had before, and no one else has ever had before, then you you should you should take it you should run with it that is yours that is your idea you have something beautiful that you can add to the world and you have you have your own creativity everyone has their own creativity and sorry it it just it the ratatouille reminded me of that which reminded me of of luke um
2: yeah i mean i couldn't agree more yeah yeah but it, it was just it's it's awesome just to see you know this is like a crazy time and everyone's trying to figure out like i mean we we've been in this pandemic for what Eight months now and like um, we're March, all april
0: may june july august september october november december 10 months
2: 10 months so like 10 months and like we're all still like figuring this out like day by day like it's not like it's still like oddly new to us in a way like it's just like not something we're used to and we're also like trying to figure out I know. so just to see like a bunch of people just like figure out a way to just create art and like create a, like a full show is just really cool. Okay. For today's drama dictionary, which is a, um, it, which is a title for the entertainment lingo kind of segment of the podcast um, from our very own Patreon or, or patron Diana Damore. Uh, shout out to her. Thank you for the name idea. We'll, we'll play around with it and see if it sticks. Um the oh, word of the, the day I
0: like that
2: i know right that's Drama i'm hearing
0: of it that's that's why i gasped that's i know i didn't good. tell her thank you diana um,
2: yeah right um so shout out to her who is the best because she's a patron and everything else and for that incredible idea um our word of the day is places
0: um okay if you don't know what places means all actors in a theatrical show have different uh, different um, time periods that they need to be in the theater, they need to start getting ready, they need to, you know, be in a certain place at a certain time. And so it starts at, everyone gets at the theater, or everyone starts getting ready at about half hour. So the stage manager will get on the the mic that everyone that everyone in their dressing room has a speaker so so uh, literally everyone in the entire um theater is able to hear the stage manager She'll be like 30 minutes and then about 15 minutes later it's the 15 minute call and then 10 minutes later it's the five minute call and finally it's places now places means um it's time to go backstage to get ready for your cue at the top of the show, um, especially if you're going to be um, at uh, in the in the beginning of the show, which not everyone is in the beginning of the show. Um, but for most people, places means, OK, get out of your dressing room and, and go to the, your your place, the place that you need to be places, everyone's places. Um, but it's also funny uh, because it's kind of like a it's kind of like an inside joke how the stage managers always say it in such a similar way. It's always, they always say places, everyone, places, please, places for the top of the show. Have a great show, everyone. They're always (laughs) like announcery about it. It's so fun.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like they have fun with all of the calls because there's a 30 minute call. There's a 15 minute call. There's a five minute call and there's a places call. Um, Oh,
0: I feel like one time I got to call one of those. I f- oh. oh, yeah,
2: I know. They're oh, they, so
0: much fun to call,
2: right? Stage managers love kids, okay? Yeah. And like, like I haven't met one stage manager that hasn't liked kids, and like, they always let like, us help out, and it's it, they're the best. Um, shout out to stage managers who yeah. will hopefully have on soon. Um, but yeah, so places like 30, 15, 5, and places like Sydney said. And all of them are practically just like calls. And places is like the one where you're like, oh yeah, I have to leave my dressing room and I have to go like actually like onto the stage to like prepare for my entrance. Yeah. Like she said. So yeah, it, it's it's a fun it's a fun thing. And <laughs> when we get get to the stage, everyone's always like because they call it like before just so like everyone's like prepared mm-hmm. because they like because I don't know, like, some people get, like, lose track of time. So, like, they'll give, they'll say it a few minutes, like, early. So, usually, everyone is, like, waiting on the stage, right? Mm -hmm. And And it's probably, like, for a good five minutes, because the house is settling in, and everyone's, like, we're waiting on the final couple people, and we're all, like, places, please, places for the top of the show, right? <laughs> you know, like, having fun with, like, how the stage manager said it, like, with each other. So we like <laughs> to, like, it, it is definitely an ongoing joke with all the shows.
0: Yeah. Also, the 30-minute call, if they kind of have a, a rule, I don't know if it's a spoken rule or an unspoken rule, but they have a rule that if if every one of the cast members... If there's one cast member who hasn't signed into the call sheet, shout out to a an old uh, drama dictionary uh, word um, or term. Um, if 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 the stage manager or whoever checks this goes to the call sheet at 30 minutes and there's someone who was supposed to sign in who didn't sign in, they'll go and check to see if in their dressing if they're in their dressing room and if they are, good. They'll have they'll have them sign in. If they aren't at 30 minutes, that's definitely, that's definitely a cue that they either aren't in the theater or they're running late. Um, and that'll be around the time that if they're not there, they'll have to get uh, an understudy ready. So it's, it's um everyone kind of like everyone has to be in the theater at 30 minutes. But, uh, but yeah, that's places. It's the time when they call everyone to go to their places.
2: Well, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Take a Bow. We hope you enjoyed Luke Islam, and we hope you enjoyed our shenanigans. Um, <laughs> we, we had a blast. We, had, we loved learning about a new field in the entertainment industry that Sydney and I you know, don't necessarily know fully, so it was cool to like learn some stuff today along with you all. Um, but we have some exciting guests next week, and we will see you next
0: week. Yeah. Bye, everyone. See you next week sick beat am i right
2: for our curtain call we wanted to give a few special thank yous to nikki torsha and cormac colinon for our amazing music giselle bustos for designing our logo and tessie Tokash and Sydney lucas for editing our episodes
0: feel free to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you are currently listening to us from this podcast wouldn't be possible without the help of Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Brittany Bigelow, and Katie Rosen at the Broadway Podcast Network. As well as our top patrons, Henry Friedman, Brian Thompson, PCC, and Patrick McNamara.
2: Speaking of, if you enjoyed this week's episode of Take A Bow, go check us out on Patreon at patreon.com tab and become a patron today. Through our Patreon, you will form a relationship with us and get an inside look on what goes into this podcast.
0: To learn more about this podcast, visit bpn.fm forward slash takeabow and follow us on Instagram at takeabow podcast where you can contact us with any feedback, suggestions, or questions, and keep up with all things take a bow.
2: See you next week. Bye, Bye everyone!
0: everyone.